Get ready, cause it's about time. I don't want to see myself. For you <laughs> to speak your mind. I like it. I like seeing myself. That's the only way I take Girls pictures. Class. Otherwise, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Girls class. Do you take little videos? No. Take pictures away from myself. Hello. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Wednesday's Super Secret Girls Club. Yay. My name is Navi. My name is Marquetta. And we are here. We are back. And sorry that we didn't weren't live last week. We had some technical difficulties, but we did still film it. Uh, we posted it on our yes. podcast channel. Yes. Um, and you- as well in all the audio channels that you are used to get our podcast from. Yes. So if you don't follow our Normies podcast channel, it's literally called Normies Podcast. Uh, we put up Talking Normies as well as our own podcast. A little bit edited right after once it's done. Um, so that's the best way to <laughs> watch it. But yeah. Hello, everyone. Yeah. So excited. Excited to be here. We are trying, well, we are not trying new setup. You guys don't know shit. We're doing like a background new setup, so it's working. So we're excited for that. Yes. Um, but we're yeah. using a different computer. Different computer. Um, hopefully, <laughs> it'll be better with the internet. We're not using a laptop. Yeah. Um, things hopefully are better. It's just causing more work for Spencer, but. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't complained about it yet, so we'll see. We'll see how long we can go. Um, but yeah, Kenny, how's your week been? How's your weekend been? Did was anything crazy happen? We didn't spend this weekend together. No, we didn't. No, we we did. had brunch together. Yeah, yeah. You know, this weekend was one of those where I got really busy with, but like with fun stuff. Okay, good, good. But but I really needed like to do th- do some things. <laughs> So I was just like, Expected. I was like at these like different festivals, like food festivals mm-hmm. and like events, local little markets. Oh, yeah. Like I was just like kind of hopping around. But in my head, I'm just like, I should be doing other things. So, yeah, that's always the thing. But were you able to do that after brunch on Sunday? No. No? no. Oh, no. Because after brunch, we went to the Saraga. Oh, yeah, Saraga. Um, there is this huge new international store that just opened and they had a festival uh also food festival so we went there right after brunch (laughs) we were because we are unhinged we were uncomfortably full at brunch (laughs) like it was just a girl's brunch and then we're like let's go to a food festival yeah why not um so we did and it was my first time actually at uh how was it it was a little overwhelming, yeah, I'm not going right? to lie. Yeah. Um, you need hours. And I also, so I understand why it's good, like why that store is like great because mm-hmm. of all the supplies you can get. And also you can get like, like a, a ton of rice, like <laughs> a ton packet of rice. What do you mean? You don't buy that? That's or, only pack I buy. I buy like <laughs> this huge bag yeah. of rice that I go through like a couple of months. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's like, and it's like a really good price there. Yeah. But I thought that everything else, like produce and stuff was kind of like more expensive than I expected. You think so? Yeah. Oh. Like I, a lot of the stuff were like prices that... I see everywhere else, like yeah. even in like fancy stores like Fresh Market or Whole Foods. Like, oh. I got like this like uh, bag of tomatoes for like three dollars. Yeah, but there were four tomatoes in it, and I'm like, am I literally paying fucking almost a dollar for tomato? But I feel like <laughs> I, interesting. I don't pay attention that closely, but I remember last time I went to Saraga International. There is so much more fruit and vegetables than I will see. I, I shop in Meyer. 
so compared to Amaya, like there's a lot of options and even at Maya, I will buy like those tomatoes on Vine um, for like $2.99 for almost $3. So like yeah. I think it's close to what Sraga is. Um, but I, if I'm going to Sraga, I'm usually going for like other stuff. But I will get that one specifically is new and they do a really good job of displaying their veggies and fruits. Like they don't look bad. They mm. actually look nice. Mm-hmm. Do they last long? I don't know. Compared to Whole Foods, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it is overwhelming. I think there you need... It's so big. I, I don't know if you guys go to international store that's near you. Um, we love international stores. And this one reopened. It's like it's extremely big. There are like three restaurants in it to sit down. They have mm-hmm. like seafood market, halal market, butcher market. It's huge. Fish market. Fish market. Like you, you need... I need like full on an hour if not yes. more to go through it i do like how it's organized by the aisle it's by beautiful. region beautiful. so that's was very convenient for me because i was able i was getting a little f- frustrated mm-hmm. because there were so many things i didn't even know what that is or what to do with it you know yes. and i was kind of getting like frustrated and then i saw that the aisles are kind of like regional it's like, let's just go to the European aisle where I know what's happening. And go from there. So I, I went there and I got a little bunch of stuff and I got I got like more excited because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm getting all these things from home. So that was it. better. That's and good. Then, then I ventured back out into like, um, I went back to like the fish market because I was trying to get fish. Yeah. Um, but there was just so many options that I was just like, what the fuck are these? Like, <laughs> Like, there's I, so many options yeah and i didn't want to i was just like i kind of want to buy something i haven't bought before because they have options yeah but at the same time i was getting so overwhelmed i was like i should just get salmon i was like i'm not gonna get salmon <laughs> i'm not this basic i need to get something so i was just like having an internal monologue with me anxiety exactly welcome, like, to, welcome to the world of anxiety that's funny so i took um <laughs> like i took sergey there we walked around and he was like oh i usually like he loves like walking through mm-hmm. and then he found all the Russian dumplings. Yeah. I was like, they don't have any other rug. I was like, now nah, you have a reason to come here. Nice. And he was just like, oh my God, they have these options. Like, because it's so big, I think he was like, does the other one have it too? He was like, I don't know if the other one has it too or yeah. not, but like, because they're so big that it might have it. So we get really excited about international food. Mm-hmm. Um, just, there was like Swirly restaurant. Um, I'm so yeah. sad that I was. I didn't Bowl. know. I didn't know that they had like even inside. There's like a coffee shop and a bakery. The bakery is beautiful. Yeah, I love that bakery, and they have a Korean hot dog. Yeah, I love Korean hot dogs. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's like weekend was great. Um, I we had a weekend brunch. The girls got together, which prompted Chris to like start a guys <laughs> brunch because they've been trying to do, and the guys just can't do brunch anymore. Yeah. So they're thinking of doing a strip club that has brunch. We'll see if that exists. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't invite guys to a brunch because most of the time we will end up cooking and then guys are the one who end up eating the most of it. That we won't get a lot of it. So we're like, we're just not going to invite you guys. That's the reason? No, it's not. <laughs> That's not the reason. We just don't invite them because it's like, I don't know. It's just... It's a nice... It's a nice- uh time to like you know like i mean you you always talk to girls like about different things yeah then you talk to guys about you know like there's certain things you just i don't want to talk to guys about yeah so it's good makes sense but i did feel like this brunch was too many girls 
because we didn't get to have like a proper sit down a conversation like we had it last time mm-hmm. i think the conversation was happening even though it was like five of us the conversation was having side i was like mm-hmm. can we like just sit down and have one conversation yeah just one that we're all participating yeah. together yeah. like it's not that big of a group mm-hmm. that's why i'm not a big fan of like big groups i usually like i agree like, four i think it's a good size that mm-hmm. you can have a conversation together yeah instead of like dividing up yeah that's just me. Uh, yeah, I agree. I also, I, I also really enjoy having like one-on-one conversation mm. in a very like even it, like fucking outside in a park or yeah. just in a coffee shop, just two people or three people having three people, conversation. Yeah, right. Every time it's like four plus, I get I'm just I just want to like sink into my phone mm-hmm. because it's like. Other people are having fun. It's fine. So yeah, yeah. I can just, I yeah. can just do other things. Yeah, and then sometimes we end up having the same <laughs> conversation with multiple people that you could have had it together. Yes. one time. Um, I, I hate that. I was like, mm-hmm. can I? Like somebody will ask me, was like, should we just wait for everybody before I say that? And they're like, okay, I will just tell her. It was like now I'm telling this three times because <laughs> we didn't want to have a together group. Yeah, but yeah, um, I would also say that we just talked about grocery stores for 15 minutes <laughs> and one of our topics today was going to be midlife crisis i yes. think we are there i think we've arrived I don't, no. should we I, talk about vacuums next oh my god i bought a new vacuum <laughs> because i cannot no, deal with no. because i can't deal with dog hair so i bought a new vacuum yes i am not in midlife but we, me, me and Kenny we had, had, huge, left we had a huge, not an argument per se, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll have like a couple others. But no, the weekend was great. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I finally have a Nico back. So yeah. I decided to just have Nico and deal with three dogs. It's been fine. I would be so happy once I have one dog. I have realized I cannot have two dogs. Just no. I just mm-hmm. can't. I just won't. Even I think the only time I will ever have a second dog is when Nico is literally wrinkled old baby that she's like she gets up and like nope i'm gonna lay around right here i was like okay then we can have a second dial but i prefer Aww. not to um yeah. but yeah yeah it's a lot of work it is a lot of work but you so, know it's, it's, a, it's a good thing you're doing it thank you i hope so yeah that's it that's uh, that's all that's leading me on I'm like you guys i want to love yeah. you the same way but i can't i love nico more i mean but you also have to uh, protect your feelings because they are not your dogs that's true so it would hurt that much more when you know you have to give them at, at some point They'll whether this month or next or in may or whenever they're back you yeah. have to exactly break, like separate with them and that's when i'm like i don't want to spend too much time training them because i know it's gonna go worse but like i try to but sit is the only thing they can do so far hey that's, that's progress that's, that's progress but that's only with food but hot take internet news yes do you have a hot take internet news for me hot for take us? internet news well okay so i did want to talk about <laughs> russell. russell brand yeah what do you think about canceled, that which well i want to talk about that like russell brand's case but i also would like to talk about the cancel culture overall. in general yeah and I, before we start this conversation, I really want to like ask people in the chat. Um, by the way, we are reading Twitch chat. Yes. We are live on YouTube as well, still, I think. I believe We're so. We're only reading the Twitch chat. So if you are on YouTube, please come to the Twitch chat so we can read what you have to say. I would love to know who, which celebrity would absolutely break your heart and disappoint you on the highest level if you found out that they did some nasty things 
to women or men <laughs> or just be nasty to other people let, let us know in the, in the comments we'll read your responses but first we're gonna talk about russell brand yeah were you who, surprised no <laughs> And I feel like everybody had the same reaction. Yeah, like, was like I read it. I read about Russell Brand on like just like the um, couple days like ago, a yeah. Headline, yeah. And I'm like, huh, why is it what? <laughs> why is this news? Yeah, I just um, assumed. Like, I just assumed that he's just, just awful, a, a filthy person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm obviously every time I hear it, it's sad. It's it, very sad. It's really sad um, because obviously it's been going on for so long and if her, his victims probably didn't have the power to say anything about it. And it, what it sounds like, he, they did say it or people in the community knew nobody did anything. It was kind of like R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. People just knew R. Kelly was doing it, but nobody did anything. So it's like, um, can we please do something about it so when it comes out i was like i assumed like this was happening mm -hmm. um which is even sucks like we assumed it was happening and we weren't even part well, of it but how much do you know about specifically russell brand like his late like latest like last 10 years of his life um i know recently because i listened to him on joe rogan a couple times oh um so i know do it. <laughs> yeah i think he's like not big on conspiracy but he is on the side of it and i think he, he was very really big in the conspiracy yeah theories. and he was doing but like every time he talks to joe rogan he's not super into conspiracy as in more so um how differently he's living his life like how he has changed living his life so it's more so listening to him like this is what are you doing like he's not necessarily saying like everybody should do that he's like this is what i'm doing mm -hmm. i've been living my life this way this way this way it's like okay that's cool to hear yeah. um but i'm like you're yeah. not telling me to do anything they'll be fine yeah um to me so i knew about russell brand's like truths true news channel yeah. oh I had no when idea. when i was like heavily susceptible to that stuff in my like early 20s and i was just like yeah you know <laughs> and, and i thought that he there was like something some he was like onto something yeah you know? and i was just like you know what this is interesting i was like exactly super into philosophy and so like listening to like these alternative opinions was interesting to me i wasn't like buying all of it yeah but i was like okay you know this this is different it's this not is a view different from a mainstream the mainstream view and yeah i was just like i like to expose myself to all these different views to kind of like figure it out for myself mm -hmm. Um, so I like listened to a bunch of the true news and then I was just like, this guy is just full of shit. And I just kind of stopped listening. It was just, it was, it wasn't anything particular. It was just like the vibe yeah. or maybe I grew out of his demographic. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. so I was just like, eh, fuck this guy, but he's part of my favorite movie for getting Sarah Marshall. Yes. And I kind of always thought of him as a creep. Mm-hmm. But now that it's confirmed, I am just so upset that like he is part of my favorite movie. Oh, and it's just makes sense. I'm, I'm still gonna watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah, but it's just gonna be a slightly different experience knowing that now. Yeah, and having a confirmation. Yeah, it's weird because like I used to listen to his comedy shows when first he was like becoming big because my friend introduced him to me. It's like many many years ago in college it's like mm -hmm. oh yeah he's cool like love UK accent and all that stuff 
Um, everything was like following him with Katy Perry. But yeah, I I think he released a book one time too, and I think I remember reading some of it. It's like mm-hmm. okay, I can see this. I'm big into philosophy too, so it was yeah. more so like. This is another view. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like, this is a one way to look at it. Like, may not be the way I look at it, but it's another way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is it is sad. Um, I think it, I was, you know, when I first came out, I was like, okay, he's a creep. I guess he did do actually things. Um, but once he released his apology and Elon Musk and Andrew <laughs> Tate, where I was like, okay, I don't need any evidence. I think you fucked up. Like, you actually did this thing. Like, at that point, I was like, I'm still gonna wait for the, you know, the law to take effect. And then, like, as no, soon as, Not like, when you get endorsed by Andrew Tate. Yeah, I was like, I don't need, I don't need the law to tell me anything. I think the public opinion <laughs> is fair at this point. It just sucks. What if he actually didn't do anything? It, like, and, and they just kind of... And they just kind of, like... Leached onto it. It would be awful. It. Because, like, I'm I, just, Honestly, like, I don't know. I mean, I... This like, is completely unsubstantiated, but I do get weird vibes off of him. Oh yeah, like he's, I just I don't a, think I would want to be with him in 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 a room alone. No, there were some clips that got released where he was like, you know, I know he was trying to be funny, but the way it was coming off was like creepy. And mm. I think at that point, like the, all the ladies were like being interviewed or whatever. Like he did weird things and they would like kind of laugh it off. But I can see that being uncomfortable. But you can't really say anything because you're on the camera. <laughs> Um, yeah. And he's just doing it. So, so we got some responses to the question, which celebrity, if you found out they did something nasty, would would just gut you? We have uh, one response from Casanova Frankenstein, Chris Evans. Yes, that would be very, very sad. That would be sad. Um, Same with Hemsworth. And, yes, all, yeah, any, any of the Hemsworths. Um, Brian Cranston. Yeah, <laughs> I would die. He's like the American daddy. He is. <laughs> I'll be so sad. I cannot. Yeah. And and Norman Reedus' last uh, response here from Chase Sure, first time chat. By the way, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Um, yes, I love Norman Reedus. Yeah. I feel like he's like a very wholesome person. It will suck if it come out that he'd done something fuckery around. I know. Like, it will be awful. Um, I think that the most surprising, if this ever, if, if like, you know, we ever found out that he did something wrong, mm-hmm. that would absolutely destroy my faith in humanity mm-hmm. overall, would be Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. If we Reeves. ever found out that Keanu, or Pedro Pascal. If Pedro, Pedro Pascal, Pascal or Keanu Reeves ever... Like, we ever find out that they, like, touched anyone inappropriately? I'm done with this job. I'm done with the world. I'm entering celibacy. I'm going to live in Italy off of grapevines, and I'm gonna gonna die there. Yeah, same with Henry Cavill. Um, Yeah, Pedro and (laughs) Cavill. Henry Cavill, too. Yes. Um, It's awful. Um, NNC one, I think, made a uh, great comment. Like, don't really care about allegation until it gets proven in court. It can be really dangerous to just accept anything we hear in the news. For sure. sure. I think it's so true that the public court, like, you know, public opinion judges it so quickly before anything gets proven in the court. Uh And it might get proven in court, but it takes years Mm -hmm. for it to happen. Yeah. Um, Yes. So I did want to bring something else, actually, because this is, I think, relevant to, like, the cancel culture, Mm -hmm. um, like, kind of writing people off immediately with no... So I think overall in this area, not this specifically, like, not when it comes to, like, sexual assault, but um, let's talk about... um, 
God damn it. Dave Chappelle. No. Uh, Drew Barrymore. There Drew we go. Barrymore. Drew Barrymore oh, yeah. uh, tried to bring back her talk show. And the, it was Mischief. all of it happened last week. She on Monday announced that she'd be back. Uh, there was a whole a whole lot of backlash from the unions because we're still striking. And on Friday, she kind of tried to retract. Mm -hmm. uh, she no, she kind of tried to stand her ground. She was like, "I listen to you guys, but like I'm doing this. Like this to me seems ethical. I'm gonna move forward." And then more backlash. And then she, I think Sunday was like, "Okay." Just not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. You like, know. I heard all sides. I understand that it was premature, so I'm not gonna do it. And we're just gonna keep along with the strike. Yeah. Um, which I think, to yeah. me, okay. Yeah. You, you tried to do something. You found out. You know, you fucked around. You found out. <laughs> you fucked around and found out. And now you've learned your lesson. And I think at this point, all of us should be able to move on. Yeah. But. There is, like, even the response to her deciding eventually to do the right thing was still kind of tainted with her, like, the, the first thing, the first decision she made, yeah. which was to come come back with the show. And I, th I thought that was, I don't like when people continue to get judged for a mistake that they've already, like, apologized. they've already corrected their course. Yeah. They apologized. I mean, they can't, what they can't do is take it back. Yeah. They can't reverse time and, like, not do the thing that they did in the first place. Yeah. Um, so I, the, first of all, I mean, I have, I have a controversial opinion on cancel culture. I don't think it actually exists. <laughs> I hate, I cringe every time I have to use the term. It's awful. But I, I agree with you. Um, yeah. But just for the sake of argument, I'm just going to stick saying cancel culture. I think that's like very toxic if we don't let people l move on from a mistake. Like there's Men a lot of people mistakes. that maybe like when they were fucking teenagers said the N word. Yeah. Like because you, you're stupid. Yeah. And, and you literally are a whole different person. I don't remember who it you was. You could be peer pressured by yeah. your friends. Like yeah. I remember Chris almost peer pressured me on a camera to say N-word. It was like, <laughs> no, I'm not going. He was like, say it. And then Serge was like, say it. It's like, oh I'm my god. Why are they like this? Like, but what if like I, I, like I don't remember if I said it or not. It was like many years ago at Depot. It's like Anybody could clip this mm -hmm. and just put it out without context that I'm being peer pressured by my peers sitting next to me yeah. to say it. Um, yeah, I don't I don't like when <sighs> nobody's perfect, right? Yeah. And like I think especially things that happen like to you when you're a teenager, you shouldn't really be judged for that in your adult life. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of girls will get nudes leaked unconsensually as teenagers. And then in their adult life, if that ever, like, is resurfaced or it's, like, fucking trending or something, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't get jobs. That's ridiculous. They can never hold a political office because yeah. that can come back to bite them. I totally agree with it. Like, cancer culture, I don't think it's controversial. It just doesn't exist. It's just a word that people exist. throw away. Thank you. Yeah, we should be <laughs> able to, you know, like... People should be able to mend their mistakes and learn from it. Like, it was something that they did new, like, mm -hmm. like Drew Barrymore. Like, she did did it, and she listened, and, like, second time, she was like, oh, I'm going to... But third time, she was like, okay, I'm listening. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like, you got what you wanted, right? Like, yeah. everybody who's being uproar, like, you didn't want her to do it. She listened. She tried. She won't do it. Can we just, like, 
kind of praise it. Not even praise it, but like, okay, yeah, I'm glad yeah. that you listen. We're going to move on to another topic. Like, we're yeah. going to move on to something else. Yeah. Um, I listened to that in um, Philly D as well. And I think he made a good point. It's like, what could more she do mm-hmm. at this point? Yeah. And I think there was a fair question. And like, anybody who is always like on that high horse, yeah. I would love to know what they think is actually appropriate thing to do at this point yeah because like i said we can't turn back time mm-hmm. we can't reverse the clock we are here yeah yeah she did she she took it back she apologized she's not she's not um what's it called uh picket picketing or mm-hmm. um I, I forgot the word but she's not like going against unions yeah so it makes what are we talking about exactly we're um, good everything's good <laughs> yeah I, I, everything is good i think that's goes same with like you know with the sexual assault thing um i think like news comes out okay we should wait to see what actually happens more with it before we start like canceling things because a lot of time like with aziz and sorry mm-hmm. um i think and yes. i still don't know I, I think he was falsely accused but I still don't know what really happened to it because that whole uproar happened and then news kind of got swept away. It's like, did we ever so, figure it out? I actually, that that case, I actually followed closely. I don't even know why. Yeah, <laughs> because you were curious, like, did he actually do it or not? Yeah, I, I was just like, there's no way. Well, I mean, you know, you never know. Never know. But um, I read the entire, like, the girl, I think herself, wrote, like, a big article mm-hmm. in the news. Yeah. Um. And and it, it, her point of the story kind of was to me like they they ended up like in a, and also this is like several years ago so I'm barely remembering yeah but they ended up at his place and, and he tried to do and few he, tr- things. he tried to yeah. like you know uh, get intimate and she was like no, no. Um, and then she left. And yeah, he called the cab and she took yeah. the cab and went home. Yeah. And and then, and, and then wrote like a, a piece about him being a sexual predator. Yeah. Which to me, I was just like, no, this is this seems like a date went wrong. And he had, <coughs> he had um, different attention. Maybe like yeah. misread, misread the body language or something. But like he didn't pursue you once you said that you like audibly no i'm not interested i don't want to do this yeah he literally called a taxi cab for you to go home so i i personally didn't feel like he did anything wrong and despite that this man in his next stand-up had like a 20 minute speech about this including like an actual heartfelt apology and like understanding that even though this like you know he, he he wasn't like shitty about it even though, like, it tainted his, like, reputation. It did, because he was, I think he was kicked off on a couple of opportunities as well. He was. Yeah. But um, he still was just kind of like, this is this is a problem in our industry, and, like, I'm trying to be better. I don't want to be, like, like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like that. Yeah. And yeah. just kind of, like, getting ahead of it was really, to me, like, that showed that he's, like, a really good person. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. No, no, for sure. And I think that kind of, I can also see when some guys are like worried when it comes to that, because like he did right, right? Like she said, no, 
he listened and he was like, okay, we're going to stop from there. And mm-hmm. I've been in a situation where, like, you know, like, people try to make a move and we're like, you say no. And then, like, something else happened because, like, maybe things will change. And you say no. And then, like, okay, then that's that. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that unless you don't listen to no mm-hmm. and you continue. Mm-hmm. Um, or you put in a position to somebody who can't say no and you continue. Yeah. Um, but, like, a lot of times, like, guys was like, oh, I'm, like, afraid that somebody will say something. Like, I, I get it because... Mm-hmm. It, some a lot of times the woman's word is taken the first yeah. um, and it sucks when somebody falsely claims something then it puts the whole every everybody in a bad light right like this bad apples both sides mm-hmm. um and i think you just have to be i don't know if you're a celebrity like have a paperwork beforehand <laughs> Right. Like well, if I remember correctly, like Dave Chappelle style, yes. like NDA. NDA. <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly, he that was like also during like the height of the Me Too movement when the Aziz Ansari stuff came mm-hmm. out. Oh yeah, and, it was. And, and actually, I remember the reason why I was like really following that case is because I was actually really upset with her. Yeah. Because I felt like it was hurting our cause it was it was hurting the moment because of the women who actually have been sexually assaulted and like not listen to you know no means no yeah that was not that was clearly observed in in this situation it was just an awkward date it was that went wrong yeah but not into the sexual assault territory no at all and that's why i was upset because like that I felt it felt to me like the girl was really trying to like be the victim in a situation and 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 she was I mean it was like it was probably not a very pleasant experience but it was not a sexual assault Mm-mm. and she definitely jumped several different fucking loops in her brain to get there seriously <laughs> no, seriously um I have another internet news so you may not know God about this why is it always my microphone I'm sure everyone here has heard of Skillshare before, but just in case you haven't, Skillshare is an online learning community where you can learn a ton of skills. I used it in the past to hone graphic design skills, specifically the Procreate classes taught by Mimi Chow. So if there is a new skill you want to grow or an old skill you want to get better at, head over to Skillshare.com and use promo code ANNUAL30AFF for 30% off of your annual subscription. Do, do you have I, anything else to say about this? About the Russell Brand and all that? Yeah. Not really. No. I think we'll just have to watch and see. He looks like a creep, so I'm not surprised, but yeah. we'll see how that goes. Uh, if well, anything comes from it. I want to talk about another disappointing news. Oh, go for it. Um, so, um, we all reacted to Euphoria. Yes. We love the show. Love it. We especially love the show because of its aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Because of the way literally it looks and the act, like the acting and everything. And Zendaya, we love because the of story itself is also amazing. But I feel like what made the show stand out is the aesthetic. Yeah. Um, because the it just looks vastly different from anything that was ever absolutely TV before. Turns out Sam Levinson did not invent this aesthetic, <sighs> and in fact stole this complete just artistic vision from Petra Collins. Who was initially hired to direct? To do Euphoria? To do Euphoria, but she was 20 years old at the time. And uh, then after she did like most of the work, like pre, you know, yeah. pre-production work, yeah. they told her that they can't possibly hire a 20-year-old to direct a show this big. 
So they in, they after hired Sam Levinson, um, and he just kind of completely hijacked all of her work and ran with it. And she recently came out with the fact that you know when she found when she like she thought that okay I, I guess they didn't like what I was doing yeah so they're gonna move in a different direction yeah and then when she started seeing like the promotional posters for Euphoria and saw that it's literally it was her. her portfolio yeah. yeah being just used and taken out yeah she like could not believe that because she was just like this keeps happening to me is like a small artist you know this, oh, no. this kept happening to me like people would steal my my um my art or they would just steal kind of the concept yeah and like recreate it and it's just like this kept happening to me like i was used to it but when it happened on such a large scale from such a big company mm -hmm. having like no backbone and just being so unethical it's just kind of like absolutely broke her yeah i have no idea and i guess that happened so it sounds like the mic is doing it again. So Spencer's gonna test that out, but I think my mic still might be working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just, so the mic's gonna be switched, yeah, but the whole thing. Um, so it's just sad to hear that, um, considering that um, Sam Levinson got such a high praise that because he's the one who did all that, I think that's why Idol was such a big approach. Like, oh, it's Sam Levinson, right? Like, he did Euphoria, so obviously Idol's gonna be great. And obviously Idol shit the bed, like, because now he didn't... Now we know because happened. Yeah, because he wasn't the one who did all that. So it's so sad. So are they... Like, so what's gonna happen? Are they gonna bring um, her back to something? Or are they gonna give her credit? Because that's a whole reason why that whole show didn't amazing as they did. No wonder there's shitting happening, like, with the season three. Like, like, well, there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons <laughs> why, season why season three is not happening. First, Zendaya is really busy with the Dune uh, and other multiple projects. Um... Sam Levinson obviously is probably dealing with that too, but then we also have the writer's strike. Mm. Um, I think Sydney Sweeney was also really busy, and then there was also like a lot of internal drama within the team. Uh, Sydney Sweeney versus Maud um, Applegate, Maud Apatow, um, the uh, one who was Lexi. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I think they had like a falling out in their friendship, and they were supposed to play and sisters. Um, the girl, oh my god, she was my favorite character. She did like sex work. Oh, um, the cat? Cat. Yeah. Yeah, she's gone. Oh, but cat was the best. Because apparently, she was just so awful to work with that they just they just wrote her out of the show. I don't understand people who are like awful to work with. Like, yeah. don't you want more work? Right? I don't, I don't know. Like, who do you think you are? Brad this, Pitt? This is what I'm like. like I feel like, um, uh, Alison Brie. And uh, Alison Hannigan, mm -hmm. I keep seeing them always doing something. Yeah, I'm like, and and also April. Um, that um, gate. That gate. Yeah, not not. I mean, that's not her name, but yeah, April. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like what? Audrey Plaza. Audrey Plaza. <laughs> she is great. Like, I feel like they must be really good people to work with. Yeah, because they keep getting hired for so many fun projects. It makes sense. Like, I mean, why would you? I just don't understand. Like, you want more work, right? Don't you want to be somebody that's, like, easy to work with? Because word of mouth is going to go around. Unless 
you literally Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt, like Angelina Jolie, that you can <laughs> go off on your fame. Nobody should be showing... I mean, even they shouldn't be showing any kind of attitude, but, like, nobody should be showing attitude. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, there's so many lives depend on your work while being on screen. So, like, it's a mm-hmm. village that makes yeah. it work. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. That's makes why I, th- I thought it was super refreshing, I think, seeing the One Piece cast yeah. getting so, like, along with each other. Like, they seemed genuinely, like, they bonded over the first season and, like, really became friends. Yeah. Um, so it was like it was really nice to see, and I hope that that stays with them. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. So sad. All right. Yeah. Um, I have another news, but I think we should move on to our weekly topic because it's gonna be a bench session, so oh, might as shit. well. Um, you guys are all welcome <laughs> to begin the bench session with me, and depending on how the time goes, I can go with another entertainment news that I have. Okay. Um, but this is essentially I'm about. <laughs> dog thing no it's about midlife crisis oh your midlife crisis so it's it's about midlife crisis apparently me and Ketty had this discussion <laughs> a couple of weeks ago because she just turns around <laughs> to me and she's like me and chris were just like had this discussion about a midlife crisis and i look at her I'm like how old are you we are not in a midlife like you only planning to live up to 60 like 70. my First of all, I'm 34. 34, but like, I assume a midlife crisis is like 45 or 50. Like, I I think it's too young to be having a midlife crisis. I'm curious on what your age thing, like, my midlife is like, literally when I've accomplished everything I want to, then I'm like, what do I do with this life now? Like, I'm having a crisis. Not necessarily when you have between before. So the average life expectancy of an American woman is 77. Okay. But you cannot be in a midlife <laughs> crisis. You still need to have kids. Like there's still steps as a life that you need to have before you can have a midlife crisis. <laughs> Isn't that the whole point of that? It's like you have done everything and then you're like, eh, like empty nesters don't know what to do with a life That's- anymore. Is that the midlife crisis? I'm assuming that's what the midlife crisis is. Like, because... Empty nesting? Because that's like... Then you At that point, you're like 50. Yeah. That's when you're supposed to have your midlife crisis. I don't know why it's called midlife. Again, it's like us being in Midwest. We are not mid or West. Um, Stuff like You mean a quarter life... I wish. I it's fucking a, wish. It's a quarter life crisis. Exactly. <laughs> Paradox or... Yeah, <laughs> you also are kids in the necessary step. Um, is essentially my idea of midlife crisis. Like you've done everything you want to do, right? Like kids or may or may not be an option. Like every step that you want to do, like now you're like I've done everything. I don't know what to do next. I'm married. I like have a career, whatever. Now I'm having a crisis because what do I do with the rest of the life that's remaining? Huh. Um, that's my definition of midlife really? crisis. But you yours is just like. Finding... I'm going to also look at the definition <laughs> of a midlife crisis. You having a midlife crisis over groceries, like the... I am. <laughs> That's real. That's hilarious. Midlife crisis, an emotional crisis of identity and self confidence that can occur in early middle age. What is a middle age? I hold on. There's a whole map here. Are you going through a midlife crisis? Okay, let's see this. Oh, there's a whole swim lane. Okay, there's a whole map. start here. Do you drive a Porsche? Okay, this is just jokes. (laughs) Okay, I don't drive Porsche. I don't have that kind of money. Have you started obsessing over your hairline? This is for men. (laughs) Yeah, midlife crisis for women. They don't want. Uh, Okay. 
Some signs of midlife crisis. Feeling apathetic, numb, and generally blah about things in life. Honestly, that checks out. Fair. Me. Experiencing more jealousy and envy towards others. No, I don't think I have that. Pervasive feelings of unfulfillment and emptiness. I only have that in winter. It makes sense. <laughs> so only I a think, winter life crisis. I think impulsively, buying a new car or a house, making rash business decisions. See? You don't make rash decisions. Why? So, okay. Uh, go buy a Porsche and then we'll talk. Nostalgia <laughs> <laughs> for the past and feeling trapped in your life. Are you feeling trapped in your life? I feel trapped in this country. Well, but not in life in general. I mean, this country, she's no, not going anywhere. We're forcing her to be here. <laughs> Watchdog. So my bucket list is travel experience as much as the world as I can. Ride an elephant, go skydiving, get into a bar fight, kick down a door <laughs> like an action movie, etc. I love too. that. I love that you have a bucket list. I actually yeah. have a bucket list too. Hold yeah. on. See, I have it in my notes. You need to. I, I don't know. I don't know if the midlife... Like, yeah, I guess midlife crisis 44 to 65. See, middle age, 44 to 65. You're nowhere there to be having a midlife crisis. Okay, in 10 more years then. Yeah, wait 10 more I, years and then you I, can have crisis. I've always, you know, been uh, very mature. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your so brain is maybe, already there. <laughs> maybe mentally I am 44, yeah. even though I am 34. She does not feel trapped in the normies. She just feels trapped in America. And I keep, we keep doing stuff that making her feel more trapped because she wants to leave to Europe. And I'm like, no, let's start a new location for Sana Social. So you so never leave. I want to, one, one of my bucket list is so weird. I, I have only a few things. You do there. have a bucket list? Yes. Yeah. Take, uh, I want to take a picture with the quokka, which what? is an animal in Australia or New Quokka? Zealand. Quokka. Quokka. No idea what oh. the hell that is. It's like a smiling, uh, it's like this like little little smiling little Oh terrible. my god. Coca. They're so cute. They're so cute. I know. They're I cuter them. than Capybara. Look, it's smiling. That's so cute. But yeah, I want to take a picture with a Coca. I want to visit the Wolf Sanctuary, which I actually did. Oh, nice. With the Normies. Yes. So I got one off. Um, I want to see the Northern Lights. Makes sense. Which is possible here. Maybe this winter I'll finally get to do that. Because we uh, have access to that in uh, Upper Michigan. <laughs> Start a trap house. <laughs> Start a trap house? Yes. That's funny. Well, I feel like I've been there already, so I'm good on that. I'm going to pass. Yeah, you good on trap houses? Yeah. Oh, fair Well, enough. not my house. Anyway, I can visit one. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> it, it, it makes sense. <laughs> Just like go around like a neighborhood and either one of our neighborhoods. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll find one. Yeah. Um, um, and also visit Japan. And yeah. I'm hoping that will happen in 2025. Um, do all kind of visitations, yeah. not travels, but yeah. 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 And also I want to like um, visit any country in Africa, but like specifically in like Central Africa, like... Makes sense. Congo or, you know, like um, Rwanda, a country like that. That makes sense. I have to create a bucket list. I don't really have one. Uh, but walking away from explosion like a badass, that will be. I think if I ever have to do that, but like this is I'm, I'm done with life. Like I'm like a walking away from this explosion. I don't even know how to explain this explosion. Um, Senegal would be cool. Mm, Senegal would be nice. But yeah, now reading all those lists, do you think you're having a midlife crisis? I think you're just okay, having an adult now crisis. Now that I'm learning more about my life crisis, <laughs> I hope I'll never have it because it feels like a weird concept to me right now. I don't know that I will ever feel 
like my life ended like i don't yeah. know what to do with it anymore i'm actually very afraid of death yeah are you <laughs> yeah interesting um like i just i feel like oh, i just want to like live you know and experience things mm-hmm. i feel like there's so much in on earth that yeah i haven't seen and i would love to so see. much um and so many things i haven't experienced that i want to experience so much food i didn't eat that i want to eat <laughs> even in, in america like there's yes. so many places that we haven't been exactly exactly um, and so i would love to you know live as long as i can because i think there's always something fun and interesting to do is it accessible that's the other question yeah but yeah i mean once in a while once in a year or yeah. something like that it's possible i don't know it was just weird when i heard her say that and it's like wait a minute like i i don't even know where we had this conversation but, was it a butter but um yes it was a butter i was like i mix i guess the, what I 34 is like that's a big number yeah but it's just a number right I like i think I it's just, biologically speaking i mean if we do want kids with chris we have to do that so. yeah that that changes yeah because i think it's like what 36 35 36 I mean, even even with my age if i am pregnant now it's going to be a considered a geriatric pregnancy is it really yes damn okay because i'm an old lady well get on (laughs) it (laughs) get on it um yeah it's i guess those kind of conversations can put a life in a different perspective but i think it overall overall besides you being feeling trapped here i don't think you're having a crisis but again i can't speak for you like somebody told me (laughs) we have a vent session and ranking session here (laughs) Um, but this is hilarious, like midlife crisis. Like, what are we midlife? I had to like rethink my whole life when she made that comment. It's like, oh wait my a God, minute, I'm sorry. <laughs> midlife? How old am I? Like, am I only living till seventy? Like, <laughs> what is happening? I was so I mean, shook. Yeah. I was shook. But the, like, <laughs> the other thing, also, I think is important is the quality of life. That's very true. Because um, in the, it's because I'm reading this book right now called uh how not to die yeah (laughs) and it's about food and nutrition and how to um you know avoid things that are just very very slowly killing you yeah or that are over time going to make your quality of life so miserable that Mm -hmm. you will be dependent on medication on like i guess a stroller yeah just be completely immobile or have alzheimer's or heart disease because of the food you eat now that's makes sense so I'm really trying to like be conscious of that because I do want to live as long as possible. <laughs> That's interesting. And, I don't, and I want to be. I, I also want to have like a good life when I'm like whatever seventy, eighty. I still want to be able, like I and I know it's possible because I mean there's like people in Okinawa who are like hundred and they're picking up apples from trees and they're fine and they're doing monthly like morning exercises and stuff. And I I want to be mobile and capable and independent at that age because i'll be fucking retired exactly and i want to live my life yeah i think that's what was the biggest thing like when i get old i want to be able to walk around like going to korea mm-hmm. like seeing old people just doing their daily yes. life and like uh, it's yes. so cute like those are old men they were all together they were like yes. on the train and then they I got up it. and i was like this is adorable <laughs> you guys like going for your own activity whatever that is yeah. um like i want to do that like i don't want to be doing like sitting on a chair i'm not scared of death um i do want to live like i mean as healthy as i can i don't care to live like past 100 if i'm like not walking just i don't know 
kill me um like i don't like yeah i don't want to be reliant on anybody else it's like just it's whatever yeah but well famous i, I didn't need to hear it but this is nice to hear oh <laughs> there you go see <laughs> this can help this is a therapy session there you go <laughs> i love this um we have a little bit of time um so i wanted so there was somebody who was asking for advice um during one of my chats and i don't know did you get any message from them i'm assuming you didn't i'm gonna wait i will bring this about like advice um oh. they said that they were going to ask um i don't see them so i will wait to see if i get something uh, next time and i will bring it back um but I don't want. I want to make sure they're able to hear it before I send it. But I do have another internet entertainment news that I wanted to discuss because it's kind of weird that I've been. Fo- I I happened. So I'm following these two accounts. You wouldn't know these accounts unless you have dogs. Um, this one Zach George. He is really big on YouTube. I started watching him when I first got Nico because he's really good in training. Like he trains dogs positively. And then recently, a year ago, I started following this account on Instagram called Dog Daddy. Um, and dog daddy is essentially, he dressed up really nice and he's going around like helping people who have aggressive dogs. So I was just following them. It's like, it's whatever. Like I'm not necessarily following his techniques, but it's interesting to see like somebody working with dogs who are aggressive on euthanasia list uh, to be able to help them and yeah. get reassimilated. Mm-hmm. Recently come to find out is that what dog daddy does that i never carefully look like he used prong collars and i'm not against prong collars um okay explain what that is prong collar is a collar that has like uh it's a silver like claw kind of thing that goes around i use that for nico as well yeah um so it's a prong collar most of dogs have it so essentially what he's doing like I'm not against using prong collars because the idea of using a prong collar is like it's a way to communicate with your dog with like how their moms will communicate with them. Like mm-hmm. as a kid, they will like kind of like, you know how moms like kind of just yeah. tell them like stop. Yeah. But you can use it horribly. You can mm-hmm. use it to a point that you can choke a dog. Yeah. Um, so what he, dog daddy has been doing is essentially who will try to like aggressively take like be an alpha male on dog to a point they will be choking and that way they will get you know, submissive. So they will listen. So they are like, he was able to calm an aggressive dog, but just the way he does it is not well. Um, so what's been happening, he goes around giving free classes around nation and internationally. So Zach George has been really putting it out that the way he's doing it, it's not right. It's really, it's not okay. Um, it's hurting the dogs and he's asking all the protesters to like calmly protest his classes mm-hmm. and wherever he releases it um he's been getting all the dog communities on board as aspca is one of them um, a lot of like in uk and canada so all those communities have been come together and kind of stopped him practicing further because mm-hmm. all those communities even the humane societies they're all like yes we agreed zach george like the the practices that dog daddy is doing is not correct um for some reason, I've been following both of them. So I've been following both sides. Like, both have been posting on Instagram. Like, Zach George has been going around it. And then Dog Daddy's been like, all right, I hear you, but, like, I don't see you guys working with aggressive dogs. Like, uh-huh. you guys don't work with aggressive dogs. So, like, the way I do it, like, at least I'm working with them and doing it. It's like, I see it, but at the same time, uh, because the practice with positive reinforcement is, like, it works. It works long term. 
but it takes really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a negative reinforcement, the way he using it is like it may work right away, and, but it may not stay. Like if the owner is not taking over and continuing like positive reinforcement, some kind of training that is going to go away. So I don't know. I don't know if the way dog that he helps with the dogs, if those dogs that he helps who are aggressive in humane society, if they ever do get adopted, yeah. if they are ever like I, we never see that part. Mm-hmm. Um, so what Zach George is saying, like, that's not really a true. Um, it is like he is suffocating them. Like dogs are just scared. Like they do assimilate, but like mm-hmm. it's not really a long term. Right. Um, because they will slip back. Into they it. will slip back into it because yeah. you're not really putting a training of boundaries around it. And dog daddy is saying like, no, I do train the owners as well um, to help them keep that boundary around them. I don't know, but it's been interesting listening to it, like because Zach George is somebody who's really, really big. Um, I've used his techniques for Nico, and it helped quite a bit. And he does foster dogs, um, and he does it free because he's trying to like teach everybody because he's a lot of sponsorships. He's a big channel. Um, Dog Daddy is big too. He has a million subscribers. Both of them have million subscribers. Yeah. Dog Daddy is always wearing like Gucci tracksuit and going around. Like he has six big dogs that he will like have them sit in a like new york busy time and they will sit they won't move like they're really well trained so i'm not saying that what he's doing is not is completely awful but I, he is self-trained apparently mm-hmm. so not all of his practices are good so i'm curious to see how this goes um because even though there's a community so dog communities out there who's saying that his practices are not right there are people still need help the people who have aggressive dogs who need help because they're not aggressive because, you know, they've been trained that way. They're just scared. They're just scared. They've been going from foster to foster, maybe been in the foster for a really long time. They don't understand. So I, it's yeah. interesting to see somebody who is working with those dogs, trying to get them assimilated in the society. If a long term, I don't know. Um, but this has been like, it's been my news feed. <laughs> from like last month um again you wouldn't know that unless you have dogs because i've been following both of them i wasn't really paying close attention to dog daddy i just sounded cool I was like oh you're going around like helping and i'm like looking more closely like yeah i guess the way you're helping is probably not right i think the videos are longer on youtube i never watch this longer video on youtube the short-term videos are not it's fine like yeah. you take a dog like yeah he's fine now he, he took a muzzle off and now he's walking around fine like you don't need a muzzle that dog is fine mm-hmm. um but it's just i'm curious to know if any of you guys have ever followed any of those um creators and what your stance is like i'm not against prong collars i use prong collar for nico um as a way of communication but i never like force it pull it too hard it's mostly just to like give her like a little bit gentle pull pull, like here listen to me because when she's at squirrel nobody she doesn't listen to anybody but the squirrel but if i give her gentle pull, like no leave it she will listen to it and she will leave it and she's it's been working really well again i didn't like really use that in the beginning like i did get a trainer like she wouldn't listen to the trainers because she's really shy um i tried training myself and I did get to a prong collar, but I still didn't use it because at this at that point, I really thought that she needed to know who I was and I needed to know who she was before yeah. she would listen to my communication. Yeah. And it's like literally last six months, I've been using prong collar like every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I barely have to use it. Um, 
like she pulls less like i walk fast too she pulls less and like she will listen to me when we are walking away from scroll so like that's good like i'm not against using prong collars but i guess you can use it to the point like yeah you you could like stop some like dogs breathing to the point like yeah um sir green of puck a neighbor had a german shepherd who he left in protect protect mode for too long and it died from not being given the relaxed command yeah that's horrible um like if you're training dogs like dogs will listen to you and then don't abuse it um to that point where like you don't give them a relaxed command um it's sad it's just sad to see how many dogs out there like you do need to train your dogs like you need to train them for sure um positive reinforcement works it definitely works um but again i think every dog is different mm-hmm. nico wouldn't work like outside i can give her chicken i can give her anything but peanut butter peanut butter works outside um that's how i trained her for a really long time and then i used a prong collar because i can't really be giving her so much peanut butter every day um <laughs> uh, like she does get it uh but that's that was like for a while like extensively um she'd been doing better but i don't it, yeah so we'll see how this goes. like dog daddy is still trying he was in uk uh but he was denied admission uh, because of all of this and then he's saying like oh no i wasn't denied admission i like decided not to do that actually oh not God. uk it was italy it was uk too was bad and then italy and he was left from the airport i don't know who's telling the truth but zach george was able to get like humane society from italy and the community documents in italy to a- to issue some kind of letter that his practices we do not align with so he stopped publicizing where he's hosting his places so zach is like anybody who's following his please let me know so i can tell the protesters that's where you go for a silent community mm-hmm. like silent protesting so there's quite a bit of happening i don't know if dog daddy will stop um but we'll see how that goes canada he was stopped and now he's back in florida uh, i'm following him where he is so like i'm just like silently observing from the back i was like what's happening uh, but it's been going on for like quite a bit um that's so funny because like that i had no idea when you mentioned like, dog, dog daddy I, like, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> i have to show you who dog daddy is um but it sounds like he's i mean i would be mad because that's definitely like getting in his pockets oh yeah probably his like main income yeah um quite a bit yeah i think that he's also upset with the way it's tainting his reputation Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is he is pretty upset um just to clarify he's people are not upset that he's using a collar people are using upset on how he's using a collar he's essentially like you know he will like if dog's getting by he like essentially pulls some um where he's like on his back legs and stuff to a point where like you know you're hurting the dog until a dog will do what you're asking which i mean the dog will do what you're asking but the end of a day is like will dog remember this for the next time when you're not around um i don't know um but a lot of times the dogs that he is working they have muzzles on they're really aggressive so he's able to like work with them to a point where he can take the muzzle off and then the dogs are listening so i'm conflicted i do see like how it is painful but like I guess I don't know. Be, I mean, if there's like an actual investigative reporting on mm-hmm. this, yeah, I'm curious it would to see be that. Interesting to get the perspective of people working at those shelters where dogs were rehomed. Yeah, and see if there was actual success story or if it was just like hand-fisted for the camera and the dog was actually euthanized. Yeah, I think that, that would be would good to know. You know, 
shushed this whole thing out. Exactly. And either either Zach is right or Dog Daddy is right. Yeah. I think, yeah, one thing that Dog Daddy keeps saying is like, yeah, what Zach is essentially saying, like, what you're doing is not really a good press practice or ethics. Like, as a trainer, trainers won't use those kind of enforcement. They will try to do positive reinforcement with semi-negative, but mostly with positive to where that it can sustain for longer. Yeah. Uh, but I think what Dog Daddy is saying is like, I hear, Zach, what you're saying, but like, can you guys give me evidence of where you guys work with aggressive dogs? Like, how you guys work with aggressive dogs? Like, do you guys work with aggressive dogs? Mm-hmm. And so far nothing has come from it mm-hmm. um so it is weird it's like i again like we need to done more it's like a weird industry to have such beef over such a beef over like but i mean if you care for dogs but i guess like that's what both of them their livelihood is yeah. training yeah. dogs so i think it's more so like there is no certification what zach george is also trying to say is like there is no certification in dog training and there should be there mm-hmm. should be a certificate to be given to dogs like to trainers and there should be i I think yeah there is no standard practice there is no certification as long as you know how to do it so i've gone to like multiple dog trainers when i was taking nico because like she wouldn't like she wouldn't do anything because she would be so shy Mm -hmm. so every time i took her like weeks on end they're like the only thing we have done is literally for her to come say hi to me so it's like Mm -hmm. the best way is to do in-home training so how long has this been going on that's been going on for a few weeks now. Okay. Yeah, it's been a month now. Um, when do you think you'll get tired of it? Oh, I'm still curious. I don't know. <laughs> I, I will listen to another week or two. It comes about. Um, I didn't realize it like started getting really big. I guess it was happening slowly but surely. And then it started happening big. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm following both of the accounts. And I thought both of the accounts were fine. Uh-huh. So I started looking at it. I was like, I thought Dog Daddy was fine. So like I, Zach will go live. And I was li- listening to him live a lot of time because people will be commenting. And he will like go explain it. Um mm-hmm. So I don't know how, when I will get tired of it. I'm really curious, but I do agree with Zach. Like there needs to be some kind of um, standard and certification. Now that so many people have dogs, it's really a- easy to abuse dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. which, yeah, I didn't know. Like I, I assume they do some kind of course, uh, right? Like if they're working with a practice that they are testing them on something. But yeah. Well, yeah. I think that for that to happen, I think there like legislations and regulations around it will also require that animals have rights. Yeah. And I don't know if that is it's a like thing. in the code. It's true too. Like it's in our hearts, but is that legally binding? Like do animals have rights? I know that in in Europe, I think that there is like like there there's regulations around like um like animal industry mm-hmm. where like you get animal products uh, or whether it's like for consumption obviously that's heavily regulated yeah but then you also have like males where like people make animals for animal testing or for like um for leather or for um like skin not not um like crocodile skin no uh fur fur yeah so i Hmm. Yeah. I'm personally against all of those things. Yeah. But um to each their own. I I just I don't know. I think they can do instead of just like doing oral they can just say like if you are a professional dog trainer there needs to be some kind of certificate around it. Some some kind of less like some kind of classes. I'm pretty sure 
as a capitalist, we will be happy to get money from all the people to give them a certificate. So I think if there is some kind right. of certificate, just like they can do it. Um, I, but I, I would, if, if, if it's not true, if it's not like happening yet, I do think there might be some kind of a loophole about around animals having rights. Oh. And if that were to happen, it would affect some industries that are already making money and having a lobby in Congress. Oh, I'm bad. I bet speculation, but it's usually it's, how things are. It is, and world famous. Yeah, Nico. Um, like she's being socialized now. Um, I've been trying to bring her to studio, but when I first got her, yeah, she was scared of all newness. Yeah. Um, she's getting better now. She's not there yet. Um, but she is getting better. Um, but yeah, it's taking taking a long time. It takes a long time training dogs. It takes really long time, and I think people don't realize that. And a lot of the training is to train the owners, mm -hmm. then the dogs themselves. Um, yeah. So that's where it comes down to um, do it. But kennel clubs don't offer certification. I don't think so. If there is, it's not. I guess world. Um, I don't know. I guess they all have hmm. their own trainings, but they aren't like certification for the trainers. The state, right? Yeah. So. I would assume that you get like certified privately by the by your employer. And like dogs get certification, like the dogs yeah. can be good citizen certificates or like, you know, um, service dog, those certificates that you kind of show when you're taking them on airplane. But I don't know if the trainers have certification. I feel like um, there's, there's, there has to be like, especially for like police dogs. Oh, yeah. Like this canine, yeah. uh, but like, but dog is trained, right? Like the, your dog will be canine by certificate person. by a person. But that that's has the, to be certified too. But the person has done it before. So they're like professional. How do they, learn? they take classes and then eventually so they, teach them. So but like the, those classes don't have, <laughs> like that class should have a certification yeah. to kind of say like, this is standard. This is how you train them. Um, and then there's uh, there's always more literature around it that keeping up to date. Yeah. They're like, yeah. this is how you use yeah. it. Because like there are a lot of devices like electrical collars and all that stuff. Like I'm not saying they're all bad, but they need to be used in a certain way that not everybody uses it in a certain I, way. I, I, what do you think about the electrical fans? Um, I don't. There's, I know I'm not against it. Um, I know I won't ever use it for Nico. The only reason because like when she runs after something, she forgets what it is. Like she's jumped from a second floor window. Yeah. Uh, like she doesn't care where she's jumping. So I'm afraid that once she passes that, she'll be too scared to come back. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I'm yeah. not opposed to it. It's, it gives you vibration. So when you get close to the thing, like it will give you vibration to a dog mm -hmm. that you're getting close to it. Um, so it won't shock you unless like you are really close to it. But like the dogs get trained, they're like, "Hey, you're coming close to the fence," and then you kind of stop. Yeah. That's what my understanding is. I guess yeah, if there's the training associated with it, that mm -hmm. makes sense. But oh yeah, they're trained. I feel like sometimes people just put the electric fence up because they don't want their pristine green lawn mm. to be covered by a fan by an actual visible fence. No, and I don't know. It's just it's like just more vanity, and I feel like. If dogs don't see, like, there's a barrier, like, don't go across it, it's hot. Like, if the dogs actually end up, like, passing and getting shocked, I think that's, like, 
not very yeah not not something you should be doing to animals yeah i'm curious to know how often that happens that if dogs do pass it but they will train you so like the whole part of getting invisible fence is like they will train your dog to understand where it's going and they have to have a collar the only thing is like i would get invisible fence for my front yard because for the front yard in indiana you can't have more than four inch four foot long fence and four foot really? fence in front of your yard you can't so that's regulation that's a city code so but if you want to have a like taller than four fence you have to submit a variance which i looked into because nico can jump six foot fence so four foot fence is nothing um that'd be the only reason like if i'm getting four foot fence i might as well get invisible fence because invisible fence is cheaper and may stop but again it's not gonna stop her so that's a mood point for her Uh but um i know a lot of dogs like in my parents community who got trained by it because they have larger front uh, yard than four the backyard four feet is this long yeah. exactly that's why you see the front fence to be like this long they can't be i have no idea that's like oh i had to look into it because my front yard is much larger than the back so i wanted to do all around like yes, this will be amazing exactly i couldn't because of the stupid city code and i'm not gonna go through a variance to get this appeal and then spend more money to put the fence of my money to put the fence and then get approved by city. Uh, I'm also at the point where like maybe I should have put the fence and then ask for forgiveness. My dad was like, maybe they will ask you to take it off. I was like, that would be awful if they asked me to like take it down. But I guess they could ask me to take it down. Um, I don't know. So there's a whole thing. So I'm not against the invisible fence, but they do teach the dogs. But it's up to the dog owners to teach them further. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That was my whole topic that I've been like following these dog accounts. Um Again, you will. Well, yeah. I just hope that all the dogs are. I I truly hope that Dog Daddy is right and <sighs> actually rehoming dogs well, and and like in a sustainable way where they don't kind of fall back into yeah being, being uh, bad boys. And not just like for the yeah, I, like yeah. just for I didn't even think about that. I again just taking their word I think for that's it. The most important part, right? You just exactly. Want, you just want the dogs to be rehomed and not euthanized. That's the main goal. Exactly. If that's what you're doing, but yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> we are. I think this is where we're going to end it. Um, so thank you so much for joining, guys. We'll be back next week. We'll be back tomorrow in one piece with a new arc. Yes. New arc! We'll know who Garp is, hopefully, finally. But, yeah, guys, we're going to raid Noella do San, San Jose? The San Jose. San Jose. Let them know the Normie Sunday regard. And we love you guys. Have an amazing Wednesday, amazing week. Weekend is here soon. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Get ready. Sorry, you should have just, yeah, you should have just said it when Marquetta said bye. Oh, I don't you? know, I just still kept talking. <laughs> New arc, let's go! There's a new arc! Um, oh, you okay? Oh my god. Um, I went on Twitch. Somebody was recommended who was reading Naruto.